Welcome to Docs with B. I'm your host, Beatrice Erickson, and this is episode one. I am B. Erickson, and today on Talks with B, I will be exploring the world of relationships, more specifically, relationships with siblings. Maintaining a healthy relationship with one or more of your siblings may be tough, but it is always important to remember the incidents pass. Throughout my years of being an older sister, as well as having many friends with siblings, I have found that many siblings have good relationships with one another. Day in and day out, overall, my relationship with my brother is healthy. Occasionally we argue, but that is the extent of our issues. So I have my brother Henry Erickson with me and I'm going to be asking him a few questions about what he thinks and what he sees with relationships day in and day out. So by this I mean what kind of relationship does he have with our parents? Um, Is it good or bad? How are his relationships with his friends on the playground at school? And um, what kind of relationships does he see with his teachers and peers at school as well. So I have a healthy relationship with my parents and I have a healthy relationship with my teachers. And what's your relationship with your teachers? Um, so they're a very healthy relationship and it's just a very healthy. It's just healthy. <laughs> and so, um, and so uh I do sometimes have a healthy relationship with my friends. We can get in very big fights at school, but besides that, we have a very good healthy relationship. Okay, awesome. Thank you for your insight into relationships, Henry. I appreciate it. Many people usually find themselves going to their siblings for relationship advice. I personally think that people in a relationship may find it easier to confide in their sibling, regardless of age. So, Henry, where would you say that most young people go for romantic relationship advice? Well, I think they go to their siblings because they know each other, they're comfortable talking to each other, they are, like, they know each other and they've lived with each other for a long period of time, and so they know what they're doing in talking to their siblings. Okay, thank you, Henry. An example of a method people can use in any relationship to open up to one another is establishing trust first. If a strong bond, including trust, has not been formed between the participants in the relationship, it will be difficult to continue a healthy relationship along with expanding communication skills.
Okay, so Henry, what are some methods that people can use in a relationship to open up to one another and communicate better with each other? Well, first, they cannot raise their voice because that just gives the other person that they're mad. Like if they're having a disagreement? Yes, not... if they're having a disagreement not to raise your voice. Um, a few more, like stay calm. Uh, and stay calm. Maybe if you're in an argument, take some deep breaths and... Like, kind of reassess the situation? Yeah, and try and make it so you can both be happy with each other. And then maybe if the person's mad at you, you can try and be nice to them so they can... Oh, um, here's a good one. Uh, maybe take a walk to like calm down and get some personal space. And how can they communicate better? Um, uh, keeping a low voice, uh, using kind words. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, thank you, Henry. You're welcome. <laughs> Some people may struggle to communicate and create thorough bonds because of past unhealthy relationships or the way they were raised, depending on their relationship with their parents. One of the main challenges teens face in their relationships is time. Whether it be romantically or with a family member or even just a friend, teens are so busy nowadays with school, homework, sports, and other extracurricular activities, it can be difficult to carve out time for someone you care about. Our everyday relationships seem to have a pretty big impact on how we behave on a daily basis. If one is to start their day with a healthy relationship, it will have a much more positive effect on their day as opposed to starting their day by interacting in a negative relationship. I personally think that it can be difficult for a young adult to identify that they are in a toxic or unhealthy relationship. The two may be truly in love or really care for one another, but still have unhealthy tendencies without realizing it. Adults can help young people in their relationships in many ways. By being supportive of their decisions and giving them solid advice, while also respecting boundaries. This is a perfect way to help a young person in need of relationship advice. Once again, many people turn to their siblings for advice. According to U.S. News and World Report, 80% of Americans have the longest relationships of their lives with their siblings. In conclusion, different relationships are found sprouting up all around us in our everyday lives, but it is up to you, and only you, to decide how you choose to handle them. I hope this podcast was able to provide insight to some of my listeners as to how to handle common everyday relationships and issues among them. I hope to see you all again next time on Talks with Beat.